0: Ed Yellings was an American Negro itinerant who popped into Berkeley during the age of Nat King Cole. People looked around one day, and there he was. When Osiris entered Egypt, cannibalism was in vogue. He stopped men from eating men. Thousands of years later, when Ed Yellings entered Berkeley, there was a plague too, but not as savage. After centuries of learning how to be subtle, the scheming beast that is man, had acquired the ability to cover up. When Ed Yellings entered Berkeley, men were not eating men. Men were inflicting psychological stress on one another, driving one another to high blood pressure, hardening of the arteries, which only made it worse, since the stabbings, rapings, muggings went on as usual. Ed Yellings, being a worker, decided he would find some way to end Louisiana Red which is what all of this activity was called. The only future Louisiana Red has is a stroke. Ed gained a reputation for being not only a worker, but a worker too. No one could say that this loner didn't pay his way. He worked at odd jobs, selling tacos on University Avenue across the street from the former Santa Fe passenger station, now a steak joint during the Christmas season, peddling Christmas trees in a lot on San Pablo across the street, from the Lucky Dog Pet Shop and the VIP Massage Parlor. He even worked in an outdoor beer joint on Euclid Street, a few doors above the UC corner. Since he worked with workers, he gained a knowledge of the workers' lot. He knew that their lives were bitter, he experienced their surliness, their downtroddenness, their spitefulness, and the hatred they had for one another, and for their wives and their kids, he saw them repeatedly go against their own best interests as they were swayed and bedazzled by modern subliminal techniques manipulated by politicians and corporate tycoons who posed as their friends while sapping their energy, whose political campaigns amounted to, get the nigger. Louisiana Red was the way they related to one another, oppressed one another, maimed and murdered one another. Carving one another while above their heads fifty thousand feet, billionaires flew in custom-made jet planes equipped with saunas, tennis courts, swimming pools, discotheques, and meeting rooms, decorated like a Merv Griffin show set. Like J.P. Morgan, who once made Millard Fillmore cool his heels, these men stood up powerful senators of the United States— made them wait and fidget in the lobby of the Mayflower Hotel.